At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about pandemic. Ebola, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Some kind of outbreak. Maybe you're afraid of the Zika Zika virus and babies with giant heads. Whatever. Who knows? I think they're pinheads, actually. Oh, they have small heads? Small heads, heads, yeah. Oh, okay. So it crushes in on the brain. Mm -hmm. All right. That makes sense. All right. All right. So, Kevin, you uh, did some research. You're going to un- enlighten us? I did a little bit, and it's, uh, it's surprising how much uh, how much uh, the government is concerned about it. They have all sorts of lists on their websites oh. on, on what to do and how to, how to uh, protect yourself from uh, becoming a victim. Now, a lot of people don't think that that's, uh, th- this is a serious concern, something to be worried about. Civilized world, this is America, right. come on. This we have vaccines. Country? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, more and more we're seeing uh, um, treatment-resistant bacterias, uh, which, you know, that was something we had handled in the yeah. 40s, you know? Yeah, a my bit my of... wife uh, always gets angry about the uh, antibiotic, uh, antibacterial soap yeah. in all the bathrooms. She's like, bathrooms is where all the diseases are. <laughs> you put antibacterial soap in there, it's going to become resistant. Uh-huh. She's like, it's just a matter of time, so... There you oh, go. Yeah, it's spreading a lot more. A, a lot of it is is uh, comes from when um, doctors prescribe antibiotics to somebody okay. that's sick, and they start feeling better, and then stop taking the the antibiotics. And they got rid of most of them, but they didn't get rid of all of the bacteria that's in their system. And then, you know, then and it the comes back. The ones come and back. You can't, yeah, you can't. You can't. Finish also, them all. Um, I guess America gets a little more exposed. People are coming over the borders. We're not vaccinating them. We're not mm-hmm. checking them. Right. And they're bringing all kinds of things. What is it out in California? They had some kind of polio type thing happening yeah. with the kids. And, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, these type of things. More and more they're popping up because we're not checking anything. It seems like we just left the gates open. To, you know, any kind of vulnerability to America. Uh-huh. It really seems kind of crazy to me. But right, right. Go and, on. Well, you know, it was, uh, I think, 1918. Um, I don't have it written down. 1918 uh, Spanish flu okay. uh, started in the United States, and um, it's called the Spanish flu because uh, during the war, the First World War, 
everyone was uh, had a blackout on these this disease that's spreading all over the place, okay. killing everybody. Every place except Spain. So everybody thought it was like, oh, Spain's getting hit really hard. But when the truth was that, you know, it was hitting everybody pretty hard. It killed uh, um, fifty somewhere between fifty and a hundred million people. That's a lot of people. And that's just uh, you know, that's just a strain of flu, influenza. Um, let's see. Uh, no, I know about affluenza. Affluenza. I I have that. Yeah, okay. that's that's completely different thing. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, there's still things like uh, with like bird flu. That's yeah. not gone. You know, it's yeah. still around. Never really took off like they they thought it would. Spanish flu was another one that that never really took or not Spanish flu. I mean, uh, swine flu is another one that didn't really take off. Uh-huh. Um, but how are you going to be prepared for that? How are you going to be get ready for your uh, you know when this does break out? Well, I think being the prepper and being able to stay home and not going out to the grocery stores and the malls uh-huh. and the, for everything we need every day uh-huh. might be a good start. Yeah, yeah. But well, I think uh, you know the the basic websites say you know you want to have uh, this is this is coming from the federal government too. Ready dot two, gov. Two yeah, ready dot gov. I hear the commercials. Two weeks. Two, uh, weeks. two weeks of food and water. Now. Now, is that two weeks for my whole family, as, or yeah, is that just two prepper, weeks for me? Well, I mean, send your kids to school. Let them, there just don't let them back in the house. That's you all. know, I just drove by the, the local elementary school, and it said, free meals served here all summer long. Ooh. And I was ready to stop. <laughs> I'm like, now we're talking. Uh-huh. But go on. Sorry, I yeah. get distracted. Well, I mean, as a, as a prepper, that's that's something that we're, we're always preaching. I think everybody we're always should looking have a minimum. for free meals. No, oh, a minimum no. of, of two weeks of food and water. I mean, well, yeah, I'm looking that, for free meals, minimum. too. I mean, that's, that's minimum. That's good. But, I mean, uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you don't, you're not ready for at least two weeks, yeah. you should make that your priority. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of, uh, lot of freeze-dried stuff. Simple ways to get, you know, stock your, stock your uh, cabinets with canned foods and things like that. You, know, you don't I, know what to do. I've always been intimidated by canning foods and, and stuff. My wife doesn't want to get too involved with the time. She's like, if I'm working full-time, I'm not going to, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I've been hearing about uh, jarring, uh, you know, canning mm-hmm. uh, chili. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, people jar sauces all the time. Yeah. So why the hell am I not doing chili? Because that's like the awesomest thing in the world. Yeah. And it's not even like I'm not going to use it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I had a hundred <laughs> jars of chili down there. What the heck? Damn it. Yeah, no, but I know my, my You might not want to hang out with me if I have a hundred jars <laughs> of chili. <laughs> but just the same. Yeah, I know my freezer's always stocked with it with a few containers of chili. But, yeah. you know, when the power goes out, that chili's gone. I'm down to uh, Dinty Moore. And, uh, Dinty Moore. <laughs> Anyways, like I have that. a bunch. You know what? You know what's super high calorie uh, that I that I buy is um, uh, corned beef hash. Yeah, yeah. It's like the cans, like four hundred and eighty calories mm-hmm. or something. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. it's all fat. And that's something I won't even like eat. Like it's because it just seems wrong. Like you want it, you like it. What? I eat it all the time. Oh, dude, I'm all like, oh, I'll be a big fatty, you well, know? It's not, I mean, fat doesn't necessarily translate to fat in you. It's the sugars that translate to I know, it's the 500 fat. calories. Yeah, so like, I mean, can't, you can't eat anything else for, for the day. another 12 hours. Yeah, but. exactly. I can have a beer at bedtime, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But, all right, sorry, I got off task. Yeah. I know, so, all right. so pandemic, so have so, a couple weeks of food yeah, supply. What you're going to want to do is obviously... You know, everyone's sick and, and dying. You're going to want to stay home. 
Like right. you want your house to be prepared for it, you know, like the two, you know, the two weeks of food and water. Um, you want to be up to date with all your, I didn't think about this. This is something I, I found, but you want to be up to date with all your prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't take any prescription drugs right now, but, but that if doesn't you did, mean, that's cause I'm a young, you know, young strapping young man, but you know, if, for the preppers out there that are in their fifties and sixties that have certain, you know, high blood pressure, whatever it is. You want to be able to uh, not have to run out to the drugstore because that's where all the sick people are heading to. Now, so basically, if they take this uh, this article from ready.gov or whatever, they can go in and show their doctor and say, hey, you got to up my prescription so I can be prepared because <laughs> the government's telling me. Because yeah. a lot of doctors don't want to do it. No. They're, no. oh, oh, I don't want to give out any. Not too much at a, at a time. And um, so that maybe is uh, your loophole you're in, you know? Yeah, well, they also don't want to give you your medical records. We that's, were talking about that's that That's been uh, my earlier. experience, yeah. Yeah, but that's something uh, you should have at your home. You should have a copy of it at right. your house. And, um, you know, they should be able to make you a copy of it, you know, copy everything off at the doctor's office, but they don't want to do it. They don't they're seem to want to do it. They're scared you're going to be your own doctor. Hey. I don't know what they're scared of. That's... My kids keep telling me, you're not a doctor. And I'm like, so what? <laughs> I've been sick before. I bought, I like... I bought some dental tools. I got all <laughs> They're like, you can't do it. I'm like, get over here and open your mouth and shut up. <laughs> I'm going to tighten these braces up. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got you. I got this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, all right. So maybe, but honestly, the honest answer is these outbreaks kind of when they do happen, maybe doing little basic doctor at your home. Yeah. Is the better way to go than go into these areas where all the sick people are. Yeah, but one of the things that they, they talked about with this is, um, you know, when if you're at a high risk for, for disease, okay, you got to make sure you maintain your own health uh, just, oh. to, uh, just to help com- combat it if you get it. Like getting enough sleep, um, you know, you want to eat healthy, you want to uh, keep, keep plenty of fluids, drink plenty of fluids. So I have to completely change my lifestyle. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Eating healthy and, and drinking fluids. I mean, it doesn't beer beer and coffee doesn't count, you know. So you want to uh, want to keep hydrated with water. But I mean, things like that'll boost your immune immune okay. system and help you, uh, you know, at least uh, mitigate some of the uh, some of the uh, initial effects of the illness. Um, and what was the was the other one? Was the um, uh, you know keeping keeping hygienically. Uh, you know, clean. Keep up. Keep your hands, and you know, don't touch your face. All that sort of stuff that you know you shouldn't do, and you do anyway. Mm. No nose picking. You know, wash your hands frequently. Sucking your thumb. Yep. Wash your hands after you use the toilet. Because most right. of these diseases are transmitted by you know your mucous membranes, your mouth, mm. your nose, your eyes. Um, you know, don't stick things in your butt either. That's probably bad. <laughs> That's you know. a bad. I know people that do the animas and things like animas. that. That cannot be healthy. I don't <laughs> no. care what they say. It cannot be good for you. I mean, everybody knows that's exit only. Exit only. All right. Um, so, I mean, it's it's really a matter of uh, being having the ability to isolate yourself and your family um, if something like this starts. Okay. And uh, you know, being a prepper, that's part of our uh, that's part of our our motto. Be prepared. Be prepared. That are the Boy Scouts, you yeah. know. All right. And I know uh, now we were talking about Zika virus, right? Yes. And uh, I was just reading, they said somewhere, you know, just under a a thousand cases a year in the United States. Okay. Um, Most of that isn't 
aren't people that got it got in the it United, in the United States, States right. right? They came from another place. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the situation is. I think it's a specific type of mosquito. Um, it's not even necessarily our type, right? Not necessarily. Okay. You know, if we bring people with Zika here, maybe it'll infect. It'll be ours, I don't right? Know, I don't know. But they said it's now sexually transmittable too. So we have to stop having sex with mosquitoes. Exactly. And um, now you know, back you you had said you know you want to maintain proper health. I'd I'd actually read a book on on. Staying healthy. Yeah. Who knew? They said one of the signs that you're healthy is you should wake up with an erection every morning. <laughs> and when the doctor says, how have you been sleeping? That's really what he's asking. It's what I was read. <laughs> what I read is what he, he really wants, to, wants to say is, do you wake up, you wake up with one? an erection every morning? And that's a good sign that you're on task to... Mm -hmm. You know, health. I just thought I'd put that out there in case you guys were wondering. Well, I think of yeah, an optimum health. Yeah. Now you know. Do you that's have morning your, wood. If not, apparently every woman sign. I know is unhealthy. Oh no. <laughs> well, no, we're talking about men. Oh, okay. Only men. All right. <laughs> you know, when you wake up. All right. So, all right. Hey, just thought I'd share that as a little insight that I could give you. You know, I told you on how to stay healthy. Kind of the family mm -hmm. doctor. You know, I yeah. handle things. Mm-hmm. That's why I have this special You're the family, knowledge. Are you asking your children how they sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I try to block anything out. <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, I, I think a lot of the um, a lot of the scare lately has been uh, um, a lot of the anti-vaxxer situation. You know, it's bringing a lot of diseases that we consider dead. Okay. Kind of kind of reintroducing them. Okay. A lot of the illnesses that we're not concerned about, like malaria and, and uh, the Black Death, Black Death, Death, and things like that, we don't necessarily have a lot of these in the United States. But it's possible uh, for somebody to come back and then have a, a, a large enough population that's not vaccinated mm. to cause it to spread. Okay. Uh, I don't, you know, malaria isn't that way. That was a bad example, but you know what I'd learned though is, is malaria has killed half of the people that have ever lived. Wow, that's a lot of I dead people from know malaria. That. Yeah, and I, I mean, you got to think about a lot of the people that died from it were, you know, less than one year old. Right, and know, it's because we won't use deed or something. Yeah. Well, obviously, half the people that ever lived, it's been over time. It's right, right. It's not now, it's, not present day, yeah. but still, mm -hmm. it still kills people. It still kills quite a few people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and um, so I mean, it's uh, that's uh, that's one of the things to keep in mind is is you can stay up to date on your vaccines. It's not a it's not a, a a big deal to stop by the doctor's office and, and have them check it out. Checked out. Yeah. Now you mentioned Black Death. Yes. I I actually may have gotten bubonic plague. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I uh, I uh, woke up one day. This is quite a, quite a while back. Okay. And uh, you know I didn't have health insurance, so I didn't go to the doctor. So it could have been. It I mean, been. who knows well, I what a, it was? I had a, a lump in my. I woke up and I had a sore sore throat and I had a lump in my in my uh, okay. neck. And I was like, oh, no, this is... This is the black This death. will go away. <laughs> this is not a big deal. I'll just sleep on it. And woke up the next morning, and I was like, oh, it's bigger, and it hurts more. <laughs> it's going to go away. I'll be fine. And finally, I had to go to the doctor, and the right. doctor said, you know... Um, we think you have the death. He goes, he goes you could have... It could, be, it could be two things. He goes, <laughs> either, either you have cat scratch fever... Or you have bubonic plague. <laughs> it's a crapshoot. And I said, that's not real, right? I said, you're joking. He goes, no, bubonic plague is actually 
So they had a few cases in uh, Arizona. Okay. Uh, well, that's what he told me. He said not too long ago, but obviously the story dates back a little bit. Yeah. And uh, basically he said, we can run a bunch of tests on you. Or I can and, just give you antibiotics. Can, yeah, you can just take antibiotics. And so I t- chose the antibiotics, but ah, we'll never know. I kind of would have wanted we'll the test. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. And that's, I feel a little cheated mm-hmm. on that. Now, I thought I had the Black Death once, uh-huh. but it turned out it was just the flu. Oh, so yeah, it's you know, how do you know? Yeah, well, I had the, I had the flu. I oh well, and uh, yeah, you no think one? you think you have like you thought you've had the flu before? Yeah, right? you've had oh, the, no. like bad cold and yeah, no. it's the flu. No, when you get the flu, you're like, fuck, this <laughs> yeah, sucks. It's not it's not a bad cold. I That's, I uh, haven't moving out of I bed hadn't for missed a, week. a day of work in uh, I think probably in like thirteen years, mm-hmm. and and that's with that employer. Prior to that, in the military. You know, you go 10 years, whatever yeah. it was, and, and don't miss a day of work. So mm-hmm. bottom line is, I, I don't miss work. I'm not, you know, right. somebody who's like, go. Oh. And so I got this flu, man. I couldn't get up off the couch. I'm like, oh, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. I can't move. And I, I deal with it for a day. And I'm like, oh, because, you know, tomorrow it'll be, it can't be like this right. forever. It's next day, same thing. Oh, God, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. I can't move. I go to urgent care. Guy's like, yeah, you're just a pussy. It's the flu. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I'm like, no, this is worse. I'm going to die. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I'm pretty sure it's just the flu. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what. Let me give you some prednisone. Miracle drug. Let me tell you. Really? So I thought there was nothing they could do about it. Gives me. Pre- I, I should have gone to the doctor. Over gives this. me prednisone. Uh-huh. Next day I'm at work. I mean, right. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, dude, let's do this. <laughs> it's going to work. Nothing. It's funny because... I actually went to the doctor's house for a repair mm-hmm. the next day. Oh, yeah? And he's like, first of all, how you feeling? And I'm like, pretty good. And I'm so like, he knew that awesome. worked, huh? But dude, it was like night and day. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, just masks all your symptoms. and You're still sick. You're still sick, but you're fine. And I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, you got to give me some of that. Yeah. yeah. But... uh I'm just putting that out there. And yeah, no, when I got there, and I, I try and stay in really good health, especially yes. lung health. You know, I do a lot of running, yes. a lot of swimming, a lot of yeah. outdoor activities. Do I hear a lighter all the time? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I I do that because I smoke. I mean, otherwise oh, okay. I get, you know. So I, I have very good lung health. Okay. And I think, well, like, this is going to save me when I get sick. It didn't matter. No? It didn't matter. When, when I had that, I could, I could barely catch my breath. No matter how many uh, mountains I, I run up and how, how many uh, lakes I swim across, didn't seem like that helped out at all. And I was I was on my ass for a good three days. Yeah. And luckily, it happened over a weekend, and uh, I felt it coming on my last day of work on a Friday. And then Saturday, didn't leave the bed. Sunday, didn't leave the bed. And Monday, I was just barely able to pull myself up and, and get out there. And, and fake and, working. And, yeah, fake all working. Right. All right. But it's, uh, it was a serious... I've had colds before. Yeah. And this yeah. was not a cold. This was not that? Yeah, it's not the same thing at all. No, no. It turns out the flu's pretty badass. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, and, you know, obviously different strains, people are like, whatever. But, yeah, no, the guy was like, no, it's not really worse. This is just what the flu is in yeah. Europe was. But, all right, so moving along back to the uh, pandemic thing. Yeah, the pandemic. So, um, you know, we see a lot of, uh, you know, things where they're talking about it, Ebola, yeah, we we had a big scare during that. It's a little frightening. People yeah. are like, "Oh, I don't want that. I don't want to be bleeding out of my eyeballs." Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, it, that seems like I seem to remember some 
Tales from the Crypt episodes with uh, Steve Buscemi or... Oh, there were some bad things happening <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they, with plagues and outbreaks. And mm-hmm. it's not something I really want any part of. No. no. And there's a couple of them that are really, like, to me, worse. You yeah. Know, like like the dysentery, the uh, all the things you can get, get from that mm-hmm. that give you, like, diarrhea for until you die. Ooh. And that's not how I want to go. Just diarrhea to death? <laughs> no. No, that ain't me. <laughs> that does happen. I can't stop bad. pooping. You know, maybe you should go online and uh, figure out how to uh, make an IV. They, uh, you can figure that out. You can it's make not those as up. hard as yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Keep hydrated. Yeah, uh, keep hydrated. Something like that, because that is one of the things that does people in. Yeah, yeah. You lose all your fluids, and then that's it. But uh, you know, not my expertise. Now but, you were uh, saying you had a, a website uh, or a uh, a link, uh, a link on on the website. So I'll put up a link in the show notes that. Uh, Basically setting up a quarantine room and and how to, uh, you know, kind of prepare for things. You know, your own house, something happens. So basically what it covers is when you have a uh, an outbreak and suppose you have somebody who's got the symptoms that you're worried about, you know, whatever seems to be going on out in the world and you want to take it, you want to isolate them to one room. And you don't want to make it where they're going to have to be traipsing through the house to go to the bathroom or to do anything. They got to kind of be contained. So if you can have, like I know, you know, in my basement, I have a bathroom and a bedroom right there. I could kind of close that off. Now they say you want to actually put a uh, a um, plastic lining on all the walls seal off the door, kind of everything, mm-hmm. but then put like a uh, box fan in the window blowing mm-hmm. out. Okay. And that'll create kind of that negative pressure mm-hmm. and that'll really, you know, kind of keep things, yeah, keep in, things a, from, in a better way to go. Yeah. Out of the bedroom right. and um, into the rest of the living area. Then you would want, before you put the person in the room, you want to scrub them from head to toe with like antibacterial soap. Obviously, mm-hmm. they can do that themselves, hopefully. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you catch it early on. Um, head to toe, clean them up, you know, as best you can, then put them in there. Um, you want to set up a garbage can, you know, with, well, they say biohazard bags, but at least some kind of like the hefty, thick black bags. Mm-hmm. And you want anything, any kind of sheets, bedding, you want to be changing it as frequent as you can. But again, remember the supplies you have, you know. I mean, obviously, in right. a survival situation, you might only have five sets of sheets in your house that are, you know, extra, you know, that aren't right. on beds. And so, but you want to be changing those and then just burn them. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to be washing that with the rest of the stuff. You want to make it that you're basically kind of slipping in food and not, you know, mm-hmm. really hanging out in there. But you also might decide, you know, one person that's going to kind of suit up. Do you have, you know, some kind of, you know, outfit? They they sell stuff pretty cheap if you want to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of rolls of duct tape and some plastic sheeting will uh, go a long way. Mm-hmm. And these are things to think about. Respirators are pretty cheap if you plan ahead and, uh, you know, think about buying stuff. Again, how much do you love your family? How much do you worry about a pandemic happening? Mm-hmm. Um, these are things, you know, maybe it's not the big priority on your list. Maybe you don't think it's realistic and that's okay. 
we all get to decide our own survival plan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's whatever we feel is right. But if this is something you're serious about, I mean, I know, you know, a lot of you guys just listen to the podcast because we're awesome and you want to hear stuff. And so whatever ideas, it just gives you a little insight to be prepared. But if you search this out and pandemics or something you're interested in, then, you know, these are the steps you might want to take. Because uh-huh. running into the hospital because you have a few of the symptoms mm-hmm. might not be the safest move because you may never come out. Right. Depending you know, a on lot the disease. The, uh, a lot of the diseases, the, the uh, treatment-resistant diseases, are no. spread through hospitals. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to point out, like when we had the Ebola outbreak here in America, and I say outbreak with three people or whatever the hell it was, but there, I wouldn't think you're making a mistake going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. At that point, you want to go to the hospital. Right. I'm talking about where there's tons of people who mm-hmm. are getting sick. I, I don't recommend you stay at home and avoid the doctor when, mm-hmm. you know, there's one or two cases and whatever. Hey, get to the professionals and let them fix you. Yeah. These are the people that know how to do it and know what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when half the population is sick and everybody's, you know, dropping like flies. That's when I'm talking about setting up your own emergency uh, setup at the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't necessarily think you should avoid the doctor in general. I just, you know, be prepared to take care of yourself if that's what, you know, if you're going to be a prepper. Yeah. And again, you know, as always with everything we say, you know, you need to take into account. All right. Where do I feel that my money is best spent? And, you know, I don't want anybody to go out getting into debt over craziness. Right. You know, but I also what's important? What do you really need to worry about? You know, I think, in my mind, I think it's realistic that the dollar might collapse a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's that crazy. And it's just happened over and over again in history. I don't think it's impossible to believe that America might have martial law one day. And basically, you know, shut people down and door to door and check mm-hmm. in things. I know it sounds a little far-fetched. But it's happened in history over and over and over and over again. And, you know, same thing. They take away your, you know, they start registering guns and talk about banning them. And now people are talking craziness like, you know, repealing the Second Amendment. These things can happen. So my point is decide which ones you're worried about, what you think is realistic and what might be a threat to your family and what's important to you. And put your money and your effort into covering the things that you think are possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think pandemic is something that might play out, you might want to take a little effort to, you know, keep a couple of things. You know, it sounds like from what I read, you could set up this room, have the supplies to set up this room for about 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. If yeah. it's worth 50 bucks and- to cover the outbreak possibility then maybe that's something you should right. do. And these are things that you can use for other And maybe stuff. you don't yeah, like your... It's not just throwing the money away and then it's gone. You know, these are things that you can use in your everyday life and just right. re- restock. And that's it. A lot of the prepper stuff kind of covers several areas. You can mm-hmm. take the duct tape from one task to the next task. Right. And, you know, it'd be cool. And actually, I like Gorilla Tape, just so you know. It okay. seems a little bit better... Whatever. Well, I was um, yes. I was looking on the uh, World Health Organization. Ah, um, another favorite website. Yeah. All right, World Health Organization uh, site. They have uh, 
three three lists of um, uh, drug resistant um, uh, bacteria, viruses, different different types okay. of illnesses. Uh, they got a list of of uh, serious. What do they what do they call it? Serious, concerning, and um, we're fucked. And we're fucked. And urgent. Urgent, urgent. is that oh. we're fucked. They had a different word they got, for it. Okay. They, yeah, they have three three on the urgent list. Okay. Um, C. diff, uh, CRE, and a certain type of gonorrhea, which I've never heard of. I try not to read the names because I know I'm butchering them. I don't speak Latin. But yeah. on the serious list, they have 14. Ooh. And, uh, you know, just there's a lot, da- lot out there that they're worried about. And if they're worried, you know, it's a good idea to... Maybe not be worried about it, but definitely uh, keep your eye on things with like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, uh, they said treatment resistant uh, tuberculosis. Uh, there were there were four hundred and eighty thousand new cases in, in wow. two thousand thirteen of treatment resistant. Treatment resistant. Wow. So it's uh you know it's definitely something that uh, you want to keep your eye on, and you know we talk about this sort of stuff, uh, you know, like it has to be a mass plague, but it's. You know, simple things too. You know, when you get a little cut on your hand, yeah. Um, you know, you want to take care of that sort of stuff. When, when uh, you know, you're in a situation where you can't get to a hospital, you can't access uh, medical help. Right. You want to be conscientious. Even a, a small cut can uh, lead to a big infection. Um, I know my son uh, had to leave work early the other day because yeah. my son apparently um, got into a knife fight. That's oh, a sure. thing. That's what you do. You know, yeah, I, he was apparently trying to disarm another child or another, I'd say child They're you know, they're not that little, but he was try, trying to disarm another, another kid with a pillow. It turns out knives can cut through pillows uh-huh. and, uh, he got stuck pretty good. And so I heard there's possible stitches. I raced home. It wasn't even bleeding by the time I got home. Don't be a pussy boy. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, obviously you dumped, uh, you know, some, some, uh, some alcohol over it. Uh, I used the, uh, you know, one of those, um, uh, gels that you put on it, yep, like a yep, new like triple thing. antibiotic. Bandage, or, bandaged, now again, bandaged back it. to my wife doesn't like triple antibiotic. You should be buying one, not three. One? that's, you're working against the whole, How you're, many? you're making diseases. There's three three bacterias that I could defeat. Uh, so there's one. <laughs> no, I don't get it. No, it's, it's three different types of antibiotics you're using oh, when see. you purchase this, mm-hmm. and you should just be buying like Bactine, mm-hmm. Bacitracin, whatever it is. I don't know, right. but one of them, one and of them that way we job. save the other two. So that way, when the one stops working, well, I would recommend that everybody else do that. And then, but when it's my kid, I'll use, I'm going to use exactly. All three. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. But go on. But uh, well, I mean, that's that's basically it. As long as you you know clean clean your wounds, you know, okay. bandage them up, keep them clean. His uh his closed up. It's pretty much closed up yesterday. I got him outside doing some yard work the day before and uh, opened it back up. Maybe I shouldn't have pushed him to, to work too, hard. too much, but uh, you know, he was able to play video games just okay. fine. So I thought it was all right, but apparently, working a shovel and working a game controller is not the same thing. No, no. But I mean, uh, you know, little things like that are, you know, something to be concerned about too. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in a situation where you can't access. I I think uh, you were, yeah. Medical help. I think you were 100% right on uh, having your overall health Mm -hmm. be up to par. Right. It's going to be huge in you fighting and not getting sick. Mm -hmm. 
it's when your body's weaker that your you know infection and things are going to come in and, and get you. Yeah, it's it's usually um, the the people that are already sick from something. That elderly. is part of right, and that's part of why the survival planning is such a big deal. I mean, you know, people are like, well, you know, I can live on you know almost no food and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when your body's in these weakened states and you're doing extra work, you're doing extra things, that's when you're most vulnerable right? to, right. you know, infection and things. You know, that's one of the interesting things I learned about the uh, Spanish flu. Yes. Um, that that primarily killed young and healthy people. Not Ooh, the, unexpected. the old and the children. Yeah, but it, I guess it, uh, the body's uh, reaction to the illness is what killed people, you know, uh, overheating and things like that. So that's why it had such a huge effect. Because uh, what happened then, obviously, was um, you know it was in the middle of World War One. Okay. People were being shipped all over the world from different places to different places. Yes. So the illnesses was you know were spreading from country to country. Right. Rapidly. With no sort right. of uh, no sort of barrier. But I mean, it's it's just something to keep in mind uh, to be ready for and be mentally prepared for um, a situation like this and and have an idea of of what you're going to do and how you're going to react immediately. Because you're not going to have, you may not have, you know, weeks and months to uh, think about a preparedness plan. And I hate to say it, running out to CVS when there's an outbreak Mm -hmm. isn't as cool as when you do it now when there's not a problem. Right, right. Because it turns out there might be sick people there. Yeah. You know? And there's and a lot of stuff you can get. I don't off want the to shelf. dime CVS. That might not be bad. Sick people go to Rite Aid too. Yeah. It's not even like it's CVS is the bad one. Yeah, yeah. I just mean, you know, gee, I'm going to the pharmacy, and maybe that's where sick people are going. Right, right. So you might want to buy this stuff and plan a little yeah. bit before things like things like ibuprofen, uh, Tylenol. Um, there's a lot of fever reducing drugs that you can get off the shelf. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of um, uh, wound care products that you can get off the shelf. Uh, you know, key, even even simple things like tissues and and hand sanitizer and hand soap and things things where you can um, you know keep yourself and and the sick person clean will keep from uh, will help prevent spreading it. Right now, hand sanitizer is huge. You know this kind of thing. The box fan that I had mentioned for the negative pressure in the room is. Yeah. You know, hopefully something you can already have and use, whatever. Mm-hmm. But these things, what, they're like $15? Yeah. They're not a yeah, big deal. Hand sanitizer, honestly, it'd be cool if you had a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, we're talking about for when the things happen. I know if you don't want to buy hand sanitizer, Sam's Club has those big things of freaking rubbing alcohol that are yeah. huge. Sure, and you could probably even dilute it with water 50% or... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I know. I look I keep, on the internet. I keep figure that out your own damn self. Yeah, stocked in the in the uh, cabinet because it's not expensive. You can get a right. a liter of for about ninety eight cents. Um, but now the way, that article that I mentioned about setting up your quarantine room, mm-hmm. they said you might want to purchase um, quarantine signs. To me, I think Sorry. that's something you could use with like yeah, a sharpie and a piece of yeah. paper. I don't think that's something you need to go that far. <laughs> Just that might case. be overstepping it. Sign. Like, oh, I got the quarantine <laughs> sign. I'm ready. You know, I don't know if that's as far as I would go. Mm-hmm. But you know, but hey, that might be a good thing to put up on your door if your family isn't sick and there's an outbreak. Oh, I like Keep that. Out, yeah. Danger. Infected. Danger. Yeah. Move on. Move on. Move on. 
My, my garden in the backyard is also infected. <laughs> I went in the backyard and, and coughed on it out. No, I, coughed, <laughs> I coughed on each pepper individually. So, with uh, that, no, well, I got a. You got one more. I was t- I was talking to you the other day. My my neighbor has turkeys. Okay. And they yeah. Don't, they don't eat the turkeys. Yeah, they, they just mentioned have them before. the turkeys. They okay. Eat, like paint their toenails and things. Oh, like that. that's fun. Well, they just stocked up on on a bunch of baby turkeys. And uh, like were... these turkeys hatched? No, or no, they, they, purchased... they purchased these turkeys. They have baby little. turkeys in my backyard, and just this morning. Yeah, I, well, I didn't have to buy. Them. I have. I also have turkeys that come through my yard just every morning. Out of your neighbor's yard? No, no, out of my <laughs> oh, woods. Different. I have two okay. flocks, and and uh, they did fight it out one time over turf, okay. and the domesticated turkeys didn't. They hold. didn't win. They didn't. When fare? keeping it real no. goes wrong, they yeah, they didn't know what they, they were didn't... doing. So maybe they should be preppers. They <laughs> should plan. They should be prepper, prepper turkeys. All right. But they're coming through the yard, and I, you know, my dog chased them out. He's okay. Good. He's good for that. Like keeping the, keeping yep. the yard secure. And uh, there's one that's just squawking, walking around my backyard. So I went over there, and I picked it up, and I brought it over to the neighbor's yard and threw it mm. in his yard and came back. And it came back, followed me over. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. It turns out the whole flock, did, they didn't move on. They just moved into my garage. And so there are about 20 turkeys in my garage when, when I went in there. And you would not believe how much piss and shit. Oh, they shit. 20 turkeys can leave in somebody's garage. They shit. It's everywhere. Just All the stuff up. that I keep in my garage they, to keep they from getting They have no sphincter control. It's yeah, just, <laughs> just everywhere. Sounds everywhere. right. So I'm either uh, going to have to, you know. So maybe you need the quarantine sign. Yeah. Put on the door and just move I'm on. You're going to have to have the neighbors clean it up. Or I'm just going to start killing the turkeys as they come in my yard and eat better. That uh, might either like one's going to cause some animosity between my, yes. me and my neighbor, but I don't, you know, I don't like them anyway. So it's all, all right. right. Sounds fair. And that's it. We're yeah, that's the whole story. All I just right. uh, I wanted to get that off we're my caught chest. Up, you yeah. know, Kevin's got the quarantine in his garage, <laughs> and uh, we're ready for a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So there's swine flu breeding in in the garage right now as we speak. Oof. Or not swine flu, bird flu. Bird flu? Yeah, it's in yeah, there. It's birds, yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. So, stay safe. We'll talk to you next week. your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. (laughs) Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss life on the water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. (laughs) The destination for outdoor entertainment want to succeed you want to fish you want to be one of the greatest tune in to west marines life on the water presented by costa custom boats every saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m eastern on waypoint tv 
think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.